This is Halloween. This is Halloween. <laughs> Halloween. 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 Hey guys, it is Friday the 13th. It's one of my favorite holidays. It's not a holiday, but I got super excited today. It's the one holiday that happens multiple times in a year. Exactly. <laughs> so, I don't know. Don't step on any cracks today. Don't split any poles. Don't do any of that stuff. But today we are um, going to do some scary, creepy poetry for you. Um, Greg is going to start out today with the Raven. Yep. You want to go? You want to introduce? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Tell them who it's by, all that it's, stuff. It's the Raven by that one guy. Oh, um, uh, it's that one. Uh, it's that poet. It's that poem. Uh, it's poetry. <laughs> I don't remember who it was by, though. Um, uh, you can look it up. A po right. guy or something. English, English he, he was a poetry. He did. <laughs> he did poetry. Oh my gosh! This is a po. Um, <laughs> the Raven. I'm gonna do it now. <laughs> Hold on, let me get in the character. <clears throat> I'm going to start soon. (laughs) Once upon a midnight's dreary, while I pondered weak and weary over many a quaint and curious volume of forgotten lore, while I nodded, nearly napping, suddenly there came a tapping, as of someone gently rapping, rapping at my chamber door. "'Tis some visitor,' I muttered, tapping at my chamber door, only this and nothing more. Ah, distinctly I remember. It was in the bleak December, and each separate dying ember wrought its ghost upon the floor. Eagerly I wished the more, vainly I had sought to borrow from my books a cease of sorrow, sorrow for the lost Lenore, for the rare and radiant maiden whom the angels name Lenore, nameless here forevermore. And the silken, sad, uncertain rustling of each purple curtain thrilled me, filled me with fantastic terrors never felt before, so that now, to still the beating of my heart, I stood, repeating, "'Tis some visitor entreating entrance at my chamber door, some late visitor entreating entrance at my chamber door, this it is and nothing more.' Presently my soul grew stronger, hesitating then no longer. Sir, said I, or madam, truly your forgiveness I implore. But the fact is I was napping, and so gently you came rapping, and so faintly you came tapping, tapping at my chamber door, that I I scarce was sure I heard you. Here I opened wide the door. Darkness there, nothing more. Deep into that darkness peering, long I stood there wondering, fearing, doubting, dreaming dreams no mortal ever dared to dream before. But the silence was unbroken, and the darkness gave no token, and the only word there spoken was the whispered word, Lenore? This eye whispered, and an echo murmured back the word Lenore. Merely this and nothing more. Back into the chamber, turning all my soul within me burning, soon again I heard a tapping somewhat louder than before. Surely, said I, surely that is something at my window lattice. Let me see then what there at us and this mystery explore. Let my heart be still a moment, and this mystery explore. Tis the wind and nothing more. Open here I flung the shutter wind with many a foot, and flutter in there stepped a stately raven of the saintly days of yore. Not the least obeisance matey, not a minute stopped or steady, but with mien of lord or lady, perched above my chamber door, perched upon a bust of palace just above my chamber door. Pushed and sad and nothing more than this ebony bird beguiling my sad fancy into smiling by the grave and stern decorum of the countenance at war. 
though thy quest be shorn and shaven, thou, I said, art sure no craven, ghastly, grim, and ancient raven wandering from the nightly shore. Tell me what thy lordly name is on the night's plutonium shore. Quoth the raven, nevermore. Much I marveled, this ungainly foul, to hear discourse so plainly, though its answer little meaning, little relevancy bore. For we cannot help agreeing that no living human being ever yet was blessed with seeing a bird above his chamber door, bird or beast upon the sculptured bust above his chamber door, with such name as nevermore. But the raven, sitting lonely on the placid bust, spoke only that one word, as if his soul in that one word he did outpour. Nothing farther than he uttered, not a feather than he fluttered, till I scarcely more than muttered, other friends have flown before. On the morrow he will leave me, as my hopes have flown before. Then the bird said nevermore. Startled at the stillness spoken, by reply so aptly spoken, doubtless, said I, what it utters is its only stock and store, caught from some unhappy master, whom, unmerciful disaster, followed fast and followed faster, till his songs one burden bore, till the dugs of his hope, that melancholy burden bore, of never, nevermore. But the raven still beguiling my sad fancy into smiling, straight I wheeled a cushioned seat in front of bird and bust and door, then upon the velvet sinking, I betook myself to linking fancy unto fancy, thinking what this ominous bird of yore, what this grim and gainly ghastly gaunt, an ominous bird of yore meant in croaking nevermore. This I sat engaged in guessing, but no syllable expressing, to the fowl whose fiery eyes now burned into my bosom's core, this and more I sat divining, with my head at ease, reclining on the cushion's velvet lining, that the lamplight gloated o'er, but whose velvet violet lining with the lamplight gloated o'er, she shall pass, ah, nevermore. Then methought the air grew denser, perfumed from an unseen censer, swung by seraphim whose footfalls tinkled on the tufted floor. Wrench, I cried, thy God hath lent thee, by thy, these angels he hath sent thee, respite, respite, and nepenthes from thy memories of Lenore, cross, O oh, cross this kind nepenthes, and forget this lost Lenore, quoth the raven, nevermore. Prophet, said I, thing of evil, prophet still, if bird or devil, desolate, yet all undaunted, on this desert land enchanted, on this hope by horror haunted, tell me, truly, I implore, is there, is there balm in Gilead? Tell me, tell me, I implore, quoth the raven, nevermore. Prophet, said I, thing of evil, prophet still of bird or devil, by that heaven that bends above us, by that God we both adore, tell the soul with sorrow laden, if within that distant Aden it shall clasp a sainted maiden whom the angels name Lenore, clasp a rare and radiant maiden whom the angels name Lenore. Quoth the raven, nevermore, be that word or sign of parting, but a fiend, I shrieked, upstarting, get thee back into the tempest and the night's plutonium shore, leave no black plume as a token of thy lie that has spoken, leave my loneliness unbroken, quit the bust above my door, take thy beak from out my heart, and take thy form from off my door. Quoth the raven, nevermore, and the raven, never flitting, still is sitting, still is sitting, on the pallid bust of palace just above my chamber door, and his eyes have all the seeming of a demon's that is dreaming, and the lamplight o'er him streaming throws his shadows on the floor, and my soul from out that shadow that lies floating on the floor shall be lifted nevermore. Thank you. Craig!
god. That was so great. That was amazing. Oh, oh please. I loved it. No, we loved it. I know. We're we sick. should just stop right there because because we're totally <coughs> maybe not going to top it. Because I'm sick and and I'm unprepared. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I was not. I was not prepared. I didn't bring my laptop. So, <laughs> so Greg is doing great because he memorized like over half of this. Uh, right. Most. I wanted to memorize all of it. But I'm, I end up. I the last five stanzas. I don't know. Yeah. Really good, so though. couldn't tell. No, you did great. Oh, thank you. You're amazing. Keep keep uh, keep feeding my ego. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. <coughs> That's funny. Alrighty, um, so I'm actually not, you didn't tell me which one you're doing, so do you oh, want to introduce sure. what you're doing, So Sophie? I was looking the other day, and I found this poem called The Vampire, and it's by a poet called Conrad Aiken. He's American. Um, I like Americans. I don't know. That's all I really know about America. him. But um, he wrote actually quite a few kind of creepy poems, so, but I thought this one was fun. So, um... It's called The Vampire. It's not going to be as dramatic as Greg, but because I'm sick. I've been really sick this week, so if I sound weird or I cough, sorry. Don't judge her. <laughs> I know. <coughs> I'm Speaking doing the, of. I'm doing the vampire coughs, though, into my, <laughs> sh- into my elbow. Okay, here we go. She rose among us where we lay. She wept. We put our work away. She chilled our laughter, stilled our play, and spread a silence there. And darkness shot across the sky, and once and twice we heard her cry, and saw her lift white hands on high and toss her troubled hair. What shape was this who came to us with basilisk eyes so ominous, with mouth so sweet, so poisonous, and tortured hands so pale? We saw her wavering to and fro, through dark and wind we saw her go, and yet what her name was did not know, and our spirits and felt our spirits fail. We tried to turn away, but still, above we heard her sorrow thrill, and those that slept, they dreamed of ill and dreadful things, of skies grown red with rending flames, and shuddering hills that cracked their frames, of twilights foul with wings, and skeletons dancing to a tune, and cries of children stifled soon, and over all a blood-red moon, a dull and nightmare size. They woke and sought to go their ways, yet everywhere they met her gaze, her fixed and burning eyes. Who are you now, we cried to her, spirit so strange, so sinister. We felt dead winds above us stir, and in the darkness heard a voice fall, clinging, singing, cloying, sweet, heavily dropping through that heat, heavy as honeyed pulses beat, slow word by anguished word. And through the night, strange music went with voice and cry so darkly blent. We could not fathom what they meant, save only that they seemed to thin the blood along our veins, foretelling vile, delirious pains, and clouds divulging blood-red rains upon a hill undreamed. And this we heard, who dies for me? He shall possess me secretly. My terrible beauty he shall see and slake my body's flame. But who denies me cursed shall be, slain and buried loathsomely, and slimed upon with shame. And darkness fell, and like a sea of stumbling dust we followed, who dare, we who dared not stay behind. There all night long beneath a cloud we rose and fell, we struck and bowed. We were the plowmen and the plowed, our eyes were red and blind. 
<coughs> excuse me. <laughs> and some, they said, had touched her side before she fled us there, and some had taken her to bride, and some lain down for her and died, who had not touched her hair, ran to and fro, and cursed and cried, and sought her everywhere. Her eyes have feasted on the dead, and small and shapely is her head, and dark and small her mouth, they said. And beautiful to kiss, her mouth is sinister and red as blood in moonlight is. Then poets forgot their jeweled words and cut the sky with glittering swords, and innocent souls turned carrion birds to perch upon the dead. Sweet daisy fields were drenched with death. The air became a charnel breath. Pale stones were splashed with red. Green leaves were dappled bright with blood, and fruit trees murdered in the bud. And when at length the dawn came green as twilight from the east, all and all that heaving horror ceased, silent was every bird and beast, and that dark voice was gone. No word was there, no song, no bell, no furious tongue that dreamed to tell, only the dead who rose and fell above the wounded men, and whisperings and wails of pain blown slowly from the wounded grain, blown slowly from the smoking plain, and silence fallen again, until at dusk, from God knows where, beneath dark birds that filled the air, like one who did not hear or care, under a blood-red cloud, an aged plowman came alone, and drove his share through flesh and bone, and turned them under to mold and stone, all night long he plowed. <laughs> Boom! It's creepy, right? To say that wow. was really that was really cool. Creepy. I like the part where it talked about like the possessed. Like I was like, I looked at Greg yeah. and I was like, oh, crap! Like what? So she like took over this whole town and they just all died. That is so it's intense. Nuts. It's pretty nuts. That is crazy. With her hair. <laughs> With her hair. I don't know. It's kind of cool. That's pretty crazy. Did you find something? I did. Yay. I found Ghost House by Robert Frost. Oh, that's, so that's a good what one. I'm gonna do. Hey, I that's think I've heard one. of him. It's kind of you know he's one of those guys. I don't know. In passing, probably. Overrated. Oh yeah, you totally Overrated. met him one time or something. Yeah, just it's, so, it's it's just the name so familiar. <laughs> yeah, probably. Okay, <clears throat> sorry. I dwell in a lonely house. I know that vanished many a summer ago. And left no trace but the cellar walls, and a cellar in which the daylight falls, and the purple-stemmed wild raspberries grow. Over ruined fences, the grapevine shield, the woods come back to the mowing field. The orchard tree has grown one corpse, of new wood and old where the woodpecker chops. The footpath down to the well is healed. I dwell in a... Sorry. Sorry, we had a little technical difficulty. Thought it I... thought it went away. Sorry. <laughs> the screen saver came on. <laughs> Our bad. I dwell with a strangely aching heart in that vanished abode there far apart on that disused and forgotten road that has no dust bath for now for the toad. Night comes, the black bats tumble and dart. The whir... whir whipporal. That's a weird word, sorry. <laughs> the whippoorwill is coming to shout and hush and cluck and flutter about. I hear him begin far enough away, full many a time to say his say, before he arrives to say it out. It is under the small dim summer star. 
I know not who these mute folk are who share the unlit place with me, those stones out under the low limb tree, doubtless bear names that the mosses mar. They are tireless folk, but slow and sad, though too close keeping our lass and lad, with none among them that ever sings, and yet, in view of how many things, as sweet companions as might be had. That's a good one. So it seems like they're in like a graveyard. <clears throat> it's like a couple. Wow. It's pretty, pretty, I don't know. Graveyards creep me out, so. I liked it. Me too. Thanks. Sorry for the weird or whip, whipper will. It's whip poor will. That's, That's a good called. word. It's, Let's I want to know up. what it means because I want to use that in regular conversation. I'm going to look it up. How do you spell it? Whip. W-H-I-P. Oh, I found it. Yeah. <laughs> Is it a thing? Because it seems like it's like a... I typed in it's kind W-H-I-P-O of and it came up, so it must be a thing. Audience, we're going to take a brief uh, moment oh, of pause a, to look up this it's wood. It's a bird. What? It's a bird. It's an. It's really... It's kind of weird looking. Does that fit? Is that the right... That thing's ugly. Yeah. It's That's an nice. eastern whippoorwill. Yeah. A medium-sized night jar from North America. That does make sense because it's saying it's like coming to shout. Huh. And cluck and flutter a flutter about, so that makes sense. Oh, yeah. Hmm. This is what happens when I don't do my research oh beforehand. My You're so funny. Yeah, it's fine. All right. Well, there was a lot of like spooky kind of poems. I don't know. There was. It was hard to find one that would fit within like time constraints because I found another too, one too called um, Goblet Mar- Goblin Market. Which was really good. Have you read that one? Yeah, I've read it before. I've never read like, that one. What's it about? This is amazing, but it's really long. Like, really? Crazy long. It's mm-hmm. really good, I'll though. I'll check it out. So there's these two sisters, but there's a theory that they're not actually sisters. They're, like, lovers. Mm-hmm. And so one of them finds this goblin market, and these goblins, like, tempt her with all this amazing fruit, right? And then, um, so she eats, she buys it with a lock of her hair, and then she can't hear the market anymore. I don't know. Do you remember it better than I'm remembering it? No. Okay. <laughs> okay. So she, she buys some fruit from the goblins with some of her hair. And then the next night she wants more because it was like this amazing fruit. It's like all different kinds. And then, um, but she can't hear them anymore, but her sister can. And so her sister, she ends up, like, wasting away to nothing. Like, her hair is all gray, and she's, like, really gaunt, and she's super depressed because she can't find these goblins anymore to get more fruit. So her sister... Oh, sorry. Essentially, what I remember, as I remember it, though, uh, feel free to correct me if I'm mistaken, but it was was the goblins... uh, were tempting her and, yeah and like the goblins obviously don't don't mess with them but uh-huh. you know, she, so uh once the goblins got her to come they kind of uh she came to the market uh they were like oh well um uh, we we already got her we don't need her to come back yeah so, so that's so, why she's kind here of like a, so and then, then she kind of just like wastes away well, and then her sirens. sister ends up going to the goblins instead and she's like i want to buy some fruit but she doesn't want to eat it Mm-hmm. So they like try and force her to eat it, and she's like, "I will not pry my lip from lip" or something like that. And oh um, so she ends up coming to her sister and saying, "Like, kiss me" or something, because she's got this fruit all over her face. <laughs> and so it makes her better, and they end up getting married happily ever after. But there's this like theory: her and her quote unquote her and sister. her sister. They don't marry each other; they marry other people. Oh. But there's a theory that the goblin market is actually like the marriage market. 
So they're going to these men and trying to find a suitor. And I don't know. It was really good. It's pretty, I would definitely recommend it. Yeah, I'm going to read it. Even if you don't like read into it, like just straightforward, it's pretty good. It seems pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That is pretty. Yeah, I saw a lot. There is a lot of like spooky poetry and stuff like that that I kind of came across. But the problem is, you know. I didn't want to put somebody else's poetry out there without, you know. Oh, if it's not in the public domain. Yeah. Yeah. So. um, Yeah, we're trying to stick to things that are in the public domain until we double check and make sure. Because I know we want to do a short story, too, and maybe um, trying to find, like, a play or a scene from a play to do, too. So Right. Um, But if you guys have any spooky poetry or anything like that and you want to come in and Mm -hmm. read it or you don't want to read it and you want to have us read it, feel free to email it to one of us. um, Or Or join our Facebook group. Yeah, or join our Facebook group, Literary Interest Society. Oh, wait, maybe it's I think it's McKendry LIS. So facebook.com slash group slash McKendry LIS. Yeah, or you could just search McKendry Literary Interest Society. (laughs) Um, So yeah, if you want to do that and you can message us or you know, comment or anything like that. So join our group. Um, we will probably be back sometime next week. We thought we were going to do Wednesday this week. Didn't work out. Sophie was sick and we were all, it's all her fault. doing a lot of stuff. It's been a rough week. It's, it's been, it's been crazy. Yeah. But Plus, at Wednesday wouldn't have been good. I fell down like twice. Greg fell today on the way oh here. Oh my god! Let's we were not speak of that. Hill, walking down the hill, I was like, I feel like I'm gonna fall, and then Greg fell. <laughs> <laughs> it's no, they, they cut the grass like every day. Yeah, yeah. they do, and, and that like, doesn't make glass. sense. Yeah. It's, it's like there's loose glass all over, and it's like it was raining or something. Let's yeah. do. I don't know. I just had boots on. It wasn't me. It didn't happen. It's I just Friday had boots on, and I totally fell twice. Like I fell in the parking lot because I just that was Wednesday too. Yeah, it was Wednesday, so I'm happy that I didn't come in here because I probably would have like messed everything up deleted the entire podcast after we recorded oh or something gosh. so yeah, yeah. and then upstairs and everybody thought i was like half dead and i was like no it's fine i'm just gonna sit here and laugh at myself like it's fine <laughs> like just walk around me like give me a minute i'll get myself up strong independent woman over here that's so funny um so yeah so tune in next week hopefully wednesday possibly friday we're um, flexible we're pretty flexible yeah um and then we're going to, I think next week we're going to try and do a spooky story or play or part of a play or something like that um, and we'll get that read to you guys. Yeah. We're trying to find one that has three people. If you guys have any suggestions, again, let us know. Cause or at least two people or and two a narrator. And a narrator. Yeah. That would work out. Yeah. Well, so that all three of us can read <clears throat> and not have like a random like switch off of character. Like Greg reads and then you have a man character we and the next like thing you know we're roles. like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we play like three different roles I have a wide array of voices I can do <laughs> are you going to do a lady voice? do the lady voice of course I can do a lady what? voice guys I sound just like a lady you sound like Mickey Mouse oh my god you can't <laughs> do oh, oh boy I can, oh, oh my god let's go <laughs> What is happening right now? I love that. Oh, my gosh. So maybe you'll get some nice voice acting from oh us. Gosh. I don't know. Maybe we're going to go into that. We'll find a scary story with Mickey Mouse. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That would be really creepy. And then last week, you know, I had this idea that I was like, oh, of course, we should just write our own story. Like, we're not oh, busy yeah. enough as that it is. But, yeah. It was pretty cool, though. I thought it would be. Did I tell you, Greg? I thought what? we should do a, a subreddit, like a role play horror subreddit and then stuff actually happens to us i don't if anybody want to that's our idea for the story i yeah. don't social media oh but okay 
Well, if people join Anyways. our group, we could write it as a group. <laughs> yeah, that maybe be... we can start that up and try and get people to add to it. We're ambitious over here at the LIS podcast. My headphones are yeah. falling off. All right, be fun. Yep. We'll see. Does so, anybody else have any news? Anything else? You I don't add? think so. There's a concert tonight. That's not really literary interest society, <laughs> but it's like a fundraiser for like Mexico and Puerto Rico. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't what, remember his the, name, but it's um, at it's at the patio outside of Ames. Yeah, lawn chairs, and I think you can buy dinner stuff. at Ames, and a portion of it goes to um, hurricane relief. Yes, in Puerto Rico and in and Mexico, Mexico City. Yeah. Well, hurricane slash earthquake because yeah. Mexico City yeah, is yeah, one yeah. as well. Yeah, um, but it sounds cool. I'm busy, but I don't know. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what else. Do you know Not anything? much else for no, me. I, I don't know. All right. Well, thanks for joining. Yeah, thanks for listening. Um, have a great Friday the 13th. Ooh. Don't do anything too crazy because, you know, I don't know. I don't want anybody to have anything. Don't like, walk down the hill to the hat because it's really slippery. True. <laughs> that it is. I can attest to that. <laughs> you should use the crosswalks and not be jaywalkers like us. True. Don't. Yeah. Tell our crimes. Sorry. On I mean, we definitely the use... The interweb. Yeah. <laughs> we definitely use the crosswalk. I, I slipped on the crosswalk. For sure. It's fine. <laughs> I mean, I slipped on the concrete, so mine wasn't even... You did. So yeah. that doesn't count. It's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. So happy almost Halloween. Happy Friday the 13th. Have a great day. Bye. Bye, guys.